Check, check. One check. Sixty show presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data on PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host Steve Mattis. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Been a while for this show, the Fly Racing Moto Sixty show presented by Get Pro Taper and Maxis. Yeah, I think this is our first show in like. Three weeks or something. I missed some time. We missed you people. We really did. Thank you for listening. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Talk about some uh, Bud's Creek. Talk about the upcoming motocross nations. The straight rhythm. Supercross next year. Rides. PEDs. Whatever. Go ahead. Give us a call. Uh, appreciate it. 702-586-7857. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Presented by Get, Pro Taper, and Maxis. The 2019 gear is out now for the folks at Fly Racing. Go to your dealer. Ask for it. Uh, redesigned F2, FR5 mid-level boot. Uh, some new protection items. Uh, you'll be surprised at all the stuff that Fly Racing makes. It's not just gear, everybody. But Benny Bloss, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Dylan Merriam, pro, uh, privateers and factory riders alike, choose fo- choose fly and uh, and yeah, you should too, bro. We are going to give away a fly racing hard part today. It's the uh, the tri lever that they have, and uh, we thank those guys for making that happen. We'll give it away to a random caller. We have two tickets, two pairs of tickets for Indiana Ironman National next weekend. And we're going to give those away to a couple of people that uh, are going to go to the race. And uh, no problem. We'll, we'll send put those in the mail for you. Those are brought to you by Maxxis. Maxxis Tires, the MXST tire out now. Chris Kiefer's got a test of the new tire on PulpMX.com. Read about it. See what you think about it. And uh, we thank those guys. Uh, whether it's your car, trailer, mountain bike, uh, dirt bike, whatever it is, uh, Maxxis has got you covered. Terrific mountain bike tires for those guys. Uh, Maxxis.com to learn more. Uh, the folks at Git, we love those guys. They've been doing a killer job with their te- with their two-stroke ECUs. Uh, they were sold out of them early on, but they're back in stock. Uh, they got the Pro EC- the RX1 Pro ECU for the four-stroke, a CDI for the two-stroke. Get has solutions for any request. Impossible not to fall in love with them, as it has already happened to the most famous AMA Supercross riders. Git, revolution by the technology. Uh, thanks to the folks at ProTaper as well. ProTaper.com, JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Husky, just a couple of teams that use uh, ProTaper to... Um, uh, go out and dominate. Jason Anderson and Zach Osborne, of course, have Supercross titles using Pro Taper. So uh, yeah, you can uh, get the same stuff that they use, and uh, and uh, yeah, and kill it with those guys. They got a whole new um, Pro Taper Sport line as well. So a little lower price, still really good quality, and uh, they've uh, they're they're gonna kill it with that stuff right now. So uh, thanks to uh, everybody for listening. Appreciate it. We got a few lines open. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Jason Anderson is back this weekend for Bud's Creek. That's a big deal. Mitchell Falk is making his pro debut. 
for the TLD KTM team. So there is a plenty to talk about when it comes to Bud's Creek. Producing this show, holding it down, making taking your phone calls. The Tits Legendary Tits, welcome back. Long time no see. I've missed you. Right? Yeah. Where you been? What have you been doing? Living the dream. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Um, you're enjoying the uh, the time off from this show? Nope. It's been like three weeks. It's since been, we, it's since been, it's been a little while. Yeah. I, I look forward to seeing you each week. Really? And, yeah, wow. believe it or not. Rocky, uh, I do. Rocky does not look forward to seeing you. He you know what? Not. That is right. That's the only <laughs> thing that I did not miss was right. the growling and the barking. Right. All right. Well, we're going to get Jason Thomas here shortly. Dan Truman will join us as, all, as well from Git. So uh, we'll we'll have those guys on to break down uh, the upcoming Bud's Creek National and all that's happened. So uh, Plessinger is 78 points up on Alex Martin. Uh, for the national championship, it'll be his first uh, unless disaster strikes. So he can lose three points to Amart this weekend. He will still clinch after Moto 1. So most likely after two motos, uh, he will have the 250MX national championship clinched. And and great job by him killing it this year. And uh, it's been a terrific year for Aaron Plessinger to go with his Supercross title also. 15 points. Eli Tomac is up on Marvin Muskan. And uh, if you're Eli, it's just all about managing that and making sure that that stays exactly there or not, or if not, grows. Uh, I don't know if Jason Anderson will get into the mix. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, the 21, and will he help out Marv? Although he doesn't seem to really want to help out Marv at different times, but maybe they said, hey, listen, you're not in this, so can you help us out? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I don't know if Anderson can get up there, uh, up to those guys. I think he can make a podium, but I don't know if he can run Marvin. Tomac or Roxon's pace for that matter. Maybe Blake Baggett also. 702-586-7857. We're coming up with uh, Jason Thomas. Let's get to some phone calls first. First up is Nate. Nate, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you, Steve? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Nations. I've never been to one. I didn't go to Bud's Creek. Um, I do follow the Nationals pretty close. And I guess I really don't understand, for somebody that's never been, the format of, like, A mains and B mains. And I guess... What sparked it maybe was the whole Team Puerto Rico thing and everybody saying, oh, they're going to make the A-Main. So do they – is it like what you talk about with Supercross, like the the not-as-good guys have a B-Main? Yeah. Like abso- the idea that you brought up kind yeah, of? Yeah, absolutely. So what they do is they run qualifying races on Saturday, and the top 16 nations get in uh, your, your best two out of three scores. You get to drop one out of your qualifying races. Uh, and those nations go into the A main, and then you're seated on your gate pick how you do in your qualifying rounds. There is a, there is a final, a A main final uh, on, um, uh, or I should say a B main final, sorry, on sa- Sunday morning. And the, winner, the winning country gets to go right off that. It's a one moto. All, everybody in it, uh, the winning country off of that gets to get into the A main. So it's rather exciting on Sunday morning to see who races the A main. Of course, those guys will have will already be tired because they'll be racing. So, um, and then that'll be the seventeenth country. I, it may be fifteen and sixteen, or maybe it's sixteen and seventeen. I don't quite have the numbers right, but it's something like that, uh, Nate. And then uh, you know you go from there. So it's it's based off your qualifying races on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, so it's like an LCQ, I guess, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's an LCQ, dude, yeah. and, and Canada a couple times has really uh, been in, in place to make the A main, and then they've shit the bed in B mains, and it's been a source of frustration for me. But honestly, this Puerto Rico thing, I, I mean, dude, they're going to be on two strokes. Pastrana hasn't ridden for a while. Uh, so I can't see them making the A main, man. I just can't. So. No, I mean, I think if they were maybe all at their peak and all training when they were the best, I mean, uh, yeah, sure, maybe they could have. But I think at this point, yeah, 
You know, probably not. But on the other hand, Travis Pastrana did do a backflip in the pits at Unadilla. I was there. I saw that. That's gnarly. And Pastrana rules. And, uh, yeah, maybe he'll be doing a, a backflip again. I don't know. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, man. Thanks for calling. Have a good day. Thanks. 702-586-757. Uh, you can uh, give us a call and uh, let us know what's on your mind. Uh, the man right now on the line uh, is uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. What's up, JT? What's happening? How are you? I am pretty darn good. Are you on your hotel phone? You're, I'm guessing. Sure am. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's really kind of quiet. Are you there still? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Try to talk into the receiver. We'll we'll make it work. Um, have you changed your mind on Puerto Rico at all from uh, from Monday's show from the Racer X review show? Any more thoughts come to mind about Puerto Rico? Is it the same team? I think so. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I uh, to be in all seriousness. I think my only hang-up is just uh, how much of a sideshow or, you know, uh, mockery that, you know, Ronnie Mack or Jimmy does with this deal. Other other than that, I'm, I'm fine. Um, okay. So, seems to be a little bit of buzz, JT, that perhaps Ronnie Mack gets uh, banned from the event and they find another guy. Quote-unquote banned. I'm even, I'm even fine with just Jimmy. Like, Jimmy's a... Jimmy's a great rider. Jimmy was, you know, my teammate in 2012. Uh, he's, you know, he's dealing with a lot of injuries and been beat. I think he's still hurt right now. Uh, but that's really, that's my only problem is just I don't think that this venue or this race is the best opportunity to kind of make a joke of the event. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll, we'll save that for for a fly race in Moto 60 show before the designations. Let's move on to Bud's Creek, a track, JT, that you like. You've always done good there, or you've liked it, you've done well, and, uh, yeah, uh, done well there. Yeah, it's, it's a track that most Floridians are uh, comfortable on. It's very similar to the dirt that we often practice on. Uh, sometimes we ride a little bit more sand than this, but it's it's that orange clay sand mix that most of us have ridden on a lot. Uh, throughout the years, so I always felt comfortable right away. Uh, first lap of practice, I just could trust the traction and felt good. And and you you know when you have a career as long as mine was, you get off the plane and you almost feel good getting off the plane just because you know what's in store for you. Um, big news: Rockstar Husky rider, Pro Taper rider, Jason Anderson coming back. How do you think he does? We just we just did a fantasy podcast. It's out now. Uh, broke down our Pulpamex fantasy odds for him and everything else. He's a negative two. So um, I broke it down like this, JT. Like I, he's he's world class rider, and these guys don't you know come back and struggle normally. But man, I see him tough to make a podium. Like Marvin and uh, and Eli are on a little bit another level. Kenny will be back and better. Blake likes Budge Creek. Like I think he'll be in the top five mix. But to me, I don't know about a podium. What do you think? Yeah, I think a podium would be asking a lot. Uh, these guys, especially the Kenny, Blake, Barsha group, unless they have issues, they're pretty good. Like, they get good starts. They're solid. They're in shape. And part of that is it's, you know, the second to last round in the series, so they're really locked in right now. They've got the bike sorted out. They've mm-hmm. got their fitness sorted out. It's really difficult to just jump in and, and beat those guys Uh I think I think he can do well. I think he'll qualify well, uh, but without some sort of help like Barsha's first turn crash or or you know Kenny was just off a unit in the mud. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it'll be difficult to beat those guys right out of the right out of the gate. Yeah, but 
He'll be up. He'll be in the mix. He's not going to come back and struggle. I, I don't like. No. I said these guys don't do that. Yeah, and he's going to beat. I think he'll beat Weston, who's dealing with some hand issues. Uh, and, and we know how depleted the field is right now. So I wouldn't expect any worse than five, six, seven. Uh, yep. He'll definitely be. You know, that, at least that good. Um, so if you're Eli Tomac, and uh, let's say Marv is just on it. Let's say Marv, you know, can go one-one. Eli, you taking two-two. You're down six points. You lose six points. You're down nine. Going to Indiana. Um, is that okay? Are you all right with that? Or are you, if you're Eli, is this sort of a chance to put a, a nail in the coffin of Marv and you're going balls out? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. If if I'm Eli, I look at it as you just want to keep the status quo. You don't want to give any points away. If you have a chance to go 1-1 or you have a chance to, to just split the motos, you take it. Uh, the one thing you can't do is give up a lot of points in one moto. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think you just take the motos as they come. Uh, typically at Bud's Creek, the guys that qualify well get good starts because everything funnels so far inside. So it's not a it's not a race where you see the leaders usually start last, unless they just fall over or something. Yeah. Most of the good guys start decently. Uh, so I think it's just going to come down to who's riding better that day. But I wouldn't see. I don't. I don't foresee a huge point swing unless you know disaster strikes, a la Red Bud. Uh, I can't think of a guy out of Marv, Kenny, Eli. I can't think of a guy that you know shreds at Bud's Creek or doesn't do well at Bud's Creek. Am I missing it? What, what, have you thought about it? No. You know the interesting thing is that I think Kenny, Blake, uh, Barshi, even some too. Uh, uh, Marvin, for sure, they ride on this dirt a lot, just like I did in Florida. So they're all going to feel pretty comfortable. You know, going back to last year, uh, Blake led for a long time, and Eli got around him. Uh, so I don't think it's necessarily a strength for anyone, where you could say, like, Unadilla is a strength for Marv or Barsha. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty neutral on that front. I yeah. think everybody will be will be feeling like it's going to be a good day, but as we know, you know, not everybody can excel on race day. Maybe Cooper Webb breakthrough this week. We've been waiting and waiting. You know, it sounds like his KTM deal is done. He'll be at Red Bull KTM next year. Uh, can this be something where Webb shines? He should. Yeah, this is, uh, I guess, the second closest race to for him to home. Maybe I don't know how, how much of a difference between Muddy mm-hmm. Creek or Bud's Creek it is for him. But, yeah, that, that dirt plays a role, too. This is North Carolina-ish dirt. Uh, he's ridden well in the past here. You know, we saw him qualify second at Unadilla, so the pace was obviously much better. Uh, but he's got to figure it out. You know, he can't have the one good, one bad moto. And, and really, it's been the starts. His starts have just been atrocious. Yep. Uh, so if you see him gate well, I think this could be a chance for him to kind of break out. And uh, you know, we'll see how Indiana goes. But it could be a good opportunity for him to end the season on a high note. Just got a tweet from Racer X. Caleb Russell out for Buds and Iron Man. I heard he was out for Buds, but I thought maybe he'd be back for Iron Man. So Caleb Russell's national tour is over after one week. So he had uh, he was getting an MRI, I think, maybe on his shoulder. I thought it was elbow. Okay, yeah. I thought he had possibly some sort of, they were thinking maybe labrum or something going on, but I'm not, that's just completely speculation. Yeah, yeah. bummer. But clearly, he's yeah. not feeling very good if he's already ruled out for next week as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Uh, that would be, that was a guy I had circled here to talk about when that tweet just came in. So, so scratch that. Uh, Caleb Russell out for the, for the last two nationals. Um, hey, JT, 
how big of a deal is it for these guys? I was I did a podcast with Dylan Merriam, uh, a privateer island podcast with Dylan Merriam, who uh, is a fly racing rider and did well, uh, kind of did well in one moto, a whole shot, of course. And he's eyeing up 10th in the points. Cody Cooper is 10th right now. Um, how big of a deal is that, do you think, for, for any of these guys? Like, it, if you look at the la- – with four motos left, if you look at the points, it's actually uh, – it's kind of close. Like, uh, C- Cooper has um, 137. Kyle Cunningham's 140. In, in ninth, Kyle Cunningham's ninth. Cooper's 10th. Justin Hill is out this weekend, so he's back. Cooper Webb is 129, so he's 11 back at Cunningham. Like, how big of a deal is this getting 10th overall? Well, it depends on who you're talking about. Yeah. If you're talking about Cooper Webb, it's not. I, I doubt he even knows, nor, and I definitely don't think he cares. Uh, for Cunningham, it is a big deal because when he's going to go pitch himself to a team, whether it's Hep Suzuki or whoever for next year, that's a nice little uh, you know, footnote to put on your resume. And it just it has, it's buzzworthy, right? Uh, I was a top ten guy outdoors in points. It's just something nice to to be able to put right at the right at the mm-hmm. forefront. I guess footnote would be the wrong word, but well, right at the forefront of what you're pitching them. Did, and uh, did, when you raced, did you care? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a big deal because there's so many people competing for these mid-level rides that you need that. You need that little bonus of like, hey, like I was a top ten guy, you know. And, right. and to be able to say that, you don't think it is much, but teams are looking at yeah, if we could have a top 10 that's that's yeah. pretty strong like that's a nice little thing to pitch not only for the rider but for the team when they're going to say fly racing to get a gear deal they say well we need we, you know it's just another top 10 guy for you you know and that's that little stuff goes a long way sometimes right all right let's get to some phone calls here first up is jim jim what's happening what's your question hey we uh we've been to all four of the iron man so far and we're going to this one what happens if hurling shows up again and is there any chance his schedule is going to allow him to do that we were there last year when he kind of took over uh no i believe Uh, i can check real course but jt do you know if they have a gp i haven't heard anything Uh, about hurling showing up well i i had heard from his own comments that uh it just caused too much of an uproar inside ktm and (laughs) It did. Regardless of what? what, yeah, that's what that's what he said. Uh, that it, it uh, had caused some discourse within KTM North America to to do that. So I don't know what the schedule is. I know they're in Switzerland. No, nah, he's weekend. in he's in Bulgaria. It's a, there's yeah. a GP. But Tomac's uh, not on a KTM anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess maybe because he raced Mar of KTM would get upset. But whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, I so think yeah, there was, a, there was a championship at stake with Marv and Blake last year. They were both coming down to the wire. And I think it just—I I don't know oh. the story. I just remember him or right. reading him saying that it just caused some problems. Right. Uh, all right, Jim. Do you want a pair of tickets for Iron Man, or are you all set? No, we need some tickets. That'd be great. Wife and I are going. Okay. Well, all right. We're going to give you two tickets, courtesy of the folks at Maxis. All right. I'll mail them out thanks, uh, uh, t- today or tomorrow. So uh, stay on hold. Tits will get your information. And uh, thanks for calling, man. Thanks, JT. Thanks, Steve. All right, no problem. Uh, thanks to Maxis. Maxis.com. MXST tire out now. Uh, line two is Kyle. Kyle, what's happening? How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. I had two quick questions. Um, first of which, have you heard if Roxen's running motocross to nations for Germany? He is in, yep. It is Roxen, Nagel, and Jacoby for uh, Germany. Excellent. Secondly, I was wondering what your guys' opinion would be on if Anderson finishes ahead of Barsha in these last two rounds, would that give you reservations or regrets for Barsha being picked over Anderson? What do you think, JT? What if what if Anderson beats Barsha all four motos? 
definitely going to cause a lot of conversation, but I think with the timelines we have established, you know, this Unadilla announcement, which I don't necessarily agree with, I think with us having the event in October on our soil and the logistics being so much simpler than we have faced in the past or, or typically face, I don't think we had to announce it so early. Uh, but we, we have, and I think when you factor in that, we had to go with Barsha because we don't know where Anderson's at. We don't know when he was coming back to race. We don't know anything about his condition or race shape or fitness or speed or anything. So you, you can only pick what you know. Uh, so, yes, do I think it'll it'll be a great talking point and show up on the motocross forums and give us great ammunition to talk about on shows like this? Absolutely. But, yeah, but would it change your mind? It, it's great ammo, but w- would you – what would you – No, because no, – because they have to. They had to pick. They had to pick when they picked, and unfortunately, Anderson wasn't out there to to be in the mix. Yeah, but they actually don't have to pick because I know from the Canadian guys, you got to enter your team thirty days beforehand. Well, I, I'm not. I, I guess had to pick is not yeah. right. But for whatever reason, we always choose a unit. Yeah, I, and I, honestly, I, why? Why would we do? I, it's, I don't it's, know. Yeah. That's what, that was my point at the beginning of the question. Is yeah. I don't think we had to do that. Right. I think it was. I think um, we were going would, along with our typical plan, but I don't think it's the smartest plan. Right. Kyle? What? Well, to me, it seems like it'd be no different than whenever you pick your fantasy team on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and then you have regret on Saturday morning that you didn't pick somebody after you start seeing their qualifying times. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, and Canada puts their team on Canada Day, like July July 1st. I'm like, why? Why, why would you do that? Who, who, who You know, there's lots of things going to happen. Somebody can get on a huge roll here, so... I don't quite get that part, but uh, thanks for the call, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thank you. Sure thing. You guys have a great day. Thanks. You know, I think the the logistics typically when the race is in late September for, you know, that basically gives everybody six weeks to get ready. Yeah. Get the bikes, get the bikes built, get graphics done, get gear made, get, you know, airline tickets, get all rooms, all these things have to be done in that six-week span, which sounds like a lot of time, but it's really not when you have to get all these things organized. But with the race being, you know, one to two weeks later from the normal Motocross Nations date, and then also in the U.S., it really changes the whole outlook. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't think they were going to change their whole strategy of, of announcing it, but we certainly could have. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, yeah, truthfully, uh, truthfully, I don't see Anderson beating Barsha in four straight motos. I don't see uh, it. I would be shocked if that happened. Yeah, Bar- yeah. Barsha's riding pretty well. Right? But Anderson could beat him in one or two, you know. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, we have to be realistic with Anderson, too. I don't think he's been riding a ton. Like, I think it's he's going to do pretty well. Uh, but, I mean, Barsha was the fastest qualifier at Unadilla. Like, he's he's not slow right now. So, no. um, I, you know, I think for Anderson, it's just realistic expectations and, you know, get your race legs under you and, and be ready for the offseason. Uh, let's get some more phone calls here. Still looking to give away a Fly Racing uh, Tri-Pro lever. What, what's it called, Tits? Tri-Pivot. Try pivot lever. All right, your mic's breaking up a little bit. Uh, try pivot lever to somebody. Uh, speaking of uh, that, Mike, what's up? How are you? Oh, I'm awesome. Uh, first time caller, I guess. Oh, thanks. Uh, I just I had a question about uh, to see if the memorial nets are coming back for Supercross. Great question. Uh, those were fantastic. The Steve Mathis memorial nets. I mean, JT, it, they got to bring them back, and not only do they got to bring them back, they got to add more. In my opinion. Yeah, I think they were a home run. Absolutely, I don't know why they would go away from it. I can't imagine they would. They were. Uh, they obviously saved saved more than a few guys last year from big crashes. They still had crashes, but man, yeah. they could have been a lot worse. And and don't you think they need more? They only had like four, right? So they 
kind of had to For sure. play around with the settings, JT. Don't you think they should uh, take some more? I think they should make more, and I think they should also make some variations. They should make you know bigger ones and smaller ones so they could really fine tune them sure. and yeah. uh, use you know make them for every situation. And what about a plaque, JT, for me? On the nets. <laughs> Let's not hold our breath. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I also got a comment for JT. Yeah, go ahead. If you don't mind. Uh, I met JT a couple years back at Ironman, uh, and he ended up sending me a jersey to give to my dad. I just want to give a big shout-out to JT for that because people like to bash on JT, you know, sometimes, but he's an awesome guy. So, oh, there uh, you go. Kudos, JT. Good to hear from you. All right, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, next up is uh, David. What's up, David? How are you? Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, what's, what's JT, going on? this is for uh, you. Uh, right. I know this is uh, dear to your heart. Uh, I don't know how many guys, quote unquote, cut the track at Unadilla and went outside the markers. But my question to you is, um, how many photos did you receive in the mail, and how much was your fine? <laughs> yeah, luckily. Uh, I don't- <laughs> Luckily, I don't have anything they can find anymore. But, yeah, obviously that was a, a running joke for lots of people, and it's it's interesting, man. It's, I had totally kind of forgotten about that whole deal until this race again. But, man, what a what a debacle that was. That was 2012. Yeah. For people, uh, who, people who don't know, JT was fined 100 or 200 100 bucks. JT was fined $100 for cutting the track markers at Unadilla uh, along, uh, in that year, and he said – I did not. I didn't do it. Whatever, and he said, "Prove it." And MX Sports sent a photo of Weimer, or, or showed you a photo of Weimer, and said, "This is what you were doing." Yeah, they sent me a, they sent me a picture of Jake Weimer and said, "This is what you did." <laughs> <laughs> One hundred dollars, everybody. Oh, All right. so Th- thanks for the call, well, man. My, Thank you. You know, my whole my whole thing with that was, like, I think I got like twenty fifth or so. I was so terrible in two thousand twelve. Like, I did not want to be out there, and I think I got like twenty fifth place. And I, I told them, I'm like. Do you really think that if I was going to cut the track, <laughs> that I was going to just ride around in 25th cutting the track? Like, I would have made it worth it. Like, um, I would have been running around in 8th. Yeah. Hey, uh, Stank Dog told us about Canning was cutting some uh, track behind him, and, and even there's an Instagram that Stank attached me on, and Canning rides right beside a jump, like right beside it. And there were a lot of guys doing that if you rewatch the race. Do you have any problem with that, uh, JT? Do you um, – you know, do you uh, have any issues with that? Kind of with with the complete mutter and everything else. What what what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a slippery slope. I mean, when when Marvin makes a pass for the lead, you know, off the track, I think he's starting to cross cross the Mendoza line there a little bit. Um, it's it's tough though because a lot of times guys were were missing sections on accident. But I do think when you're going around jumps and and there was a there was a right-hand turn going into the back section. The guys were completely going to the inside of the whole track mm-hmm. and going and making a right-hand turn. I think stuff like that, like guys, like just because it's muddy doesn't mean you can just cut the track. You know, like I think there has to be a hard line drawn, but it's difficult when everybody's doing it. You know, yeah, so like how do you? What do you do? do? You yeah, what do you do? You send people out there, or what would you do if you're if you're MX Sports? What 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 yeah, would I think you do? I think you put track markers out there mm-hmm. and then. Uh, you basically make, you know, because you're going to see it happen in the first mode of the day, and then you go down the line, you know, in the whatever the, yep. like 450 was first, you go down in the starting line of the 250 and say, hey, guys, you cut the track, you're gonna, there are going to be repercussions. We're yeah, putting yeah. track markers, and you just give everybody a heads up. Like, the, the first moto is kind of a mulligan. Yep. And then after that, like, guys, we've got to stay on the track here. Yeah, yeah, or at least attempt to. Yeah, attempt to. Yeah. Um, yeah, not not a bad idea. Uh, before we get to Dan Truman here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show, presented by Get. 
Maxis and Protaper. A couple things, JT. One is Chad Reed tested a JGR Suzuki. Uh, it looks like he got to take it home with him. Uh, I got a text before the show from somebody connected to Suzuki that told me he'll be at Ironman uh, riding it, which I was pretty surprised with, but he did take it home, so I'm putting two and two together here. Uh, what's your thoughts on him testing the JGR Suzuki? And Truman, we're going to grill Truman here shortly, but testing the JGR Suzuki and possibly racing Indiana on it. Well, for one, I think it it's kind of fits the bill. Uh, Chad wants to race Supercross only. Uh, you know, they're they're working on a few guys that would be outdoors only. So that works. Uh, you know, Chad's flirted with JGR several times in the past. You know, Dean Wilson has flirted with JGR. And so I think it could work. Uh, I think the X factor here is that can they get all the personalities and all the details ironed out? Uh, because, you know, Chad's... Chad's stuck in his ways, and he likes to do things a certain way. And obviously, JGR is a is a unique team based in North Carolina. So, I think if they can find a way to work together and just find a happy medium on, you know, uh, JGR needs certain things, and they they have their test facilities there, but Chad wants to be in Florida. And how do they work <laughs> that out? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know any of this. <laughs> I think that's the biggest factor. You know, just just the minute details because they kind of need each other in my opinion you know chad needs factory equipment and a home and jgr needs a you know they have weston but they uh, i feel like they need a contending level guy that's i don't that, I, think I, they, I think they need that big name i okay. really do I, I don't know. I, I don't agree with you totally on that. I agree with you on the Chad side, but they had James Stewart. They had Justin Barsha. Pike is solid. Pike is a you know three to seven place guy. Hill, God knows what Hill could do next year. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. when you go to prospective sponsors, you go to Toyota, you go to Auto Trader, you go to somebody like that. I just think having a name like Chad Reed is a yeah. pretty big bullet in your gun. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and they're shopping for a title next year, from what I right. hear. Yep. So that's yep. kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Right. Um, interesting. Uh, let's go to Joe on line one. Joe, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, what's up? So I saw on Instagram that Amart and Ken were riding together, so now I'm kind of confused. I thought that KTM was all part of, like, Baker's Factory. Oh, really? It was so on it is... in, Who put it on Instagram? Uh, Ken Roxon, like, 40 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> no fucks given by Kenny Roxon. Um, yeah, that's going to happen next year. Uh, Amart's going to ride for JGR, and he's going to ride at the Sandbox or the Nest or whatever the hell it is called now. Um, so, so he's out of Baker's Factory if he's not on KTM? Yeah, yeah. He needs a new place to ride because it's a KTM Husqvarna-type deal at Baker's Factory. Um, but I'm surprised, uh, Joe, if I haven't looked at Instagram, so I hope you're telling the truth. I'm sure you are. Uh, I'm surprised that you know it might be just one of those things where, like, hey, I'm leaving, and I don't really care. I'm going to ride at the at the sandbox, right? Like, because I know Amart's a little frustrated with how the second half of the season's gone. Um, Do you think he's already on the JGR bike? Or no, 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 KTM no, bike? no, no. He'll be on KTM. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think, JT? Is that, would Amart just be like, "Yeah, I'm over it. See you later, guys." Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of moving parts there. You know, I uh, we don't really always know what's going on behind the scenes as far as happy or unhappy with programs and. Uh, I think the most interesting thing of all of this is that you know Kenny was the one putting it out there. That's that's yeah, to that's, me. like yeah. it's so Kenny though. That is so Kenny. Yeah. Hey. Uh, oh, what's that, Amart? The the Baker's factory is not good for you, and you're here. Ah, let me just take a photo of that. 
Yep. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm surprised, Joe. But you know what? There's two races left. Amart and TLD are parting on good terms. And I just think Amart is like, you know what? I don't even care. I'll, I'll go here. And they probably said, that's fine. Go ahead. You know, one of those deals. Yeah, gotcha. but, I, but I am surprised that Kenny would put a photo out. But that that is yeah, like, that's what I was just surprised about too. Like JT said, that that I'm is not. so Kenny. All right, <laughs> thanks, surprised. thanks for the call, man. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, it'll be that's where, from what I hear, that's what Amart's doing next year. He he will be going to the sandbox, right? Sandbox. Sandbox is one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's where. No, that's Kenny yeah, that's yeah. Kenny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, all right, JT. Before we let you go and get to Dan Truman, how is the Fly Racing sales meetings going? Uh, reps and and regional reps, and you guys are educating people. Uh, uh, third party companies are coming in, like our buddy Johnny Knowles and stuff. How's that going? Yeah, it's good. It's interesting. This is typically a snow show, so I've never been to this one before. Uh, you know, it's normally all the snow dealers. And vendors are here. They're riding their snow orders for the, you know, impending fall season coming up, which is crazy because it's, it's, it's hot everywhere. Yeah, what? Time, it's August, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, but this is, uh, they, they pre-book up and get everybody loaded up and ready for snow. Uh, so I've never been to this, but we, we changed it up a little bit this year, brought in our house brands. We're bringing in a bunch of normal off-road dealers as well, bringing in all the reps. So uh, just another chance to interact and teach, and, and not only for us teaching, but we learn a lot too getting to, to hear what's working and what's not. Uh, so, yeah, just continuing to expand uh, what we can do. So I'm, I'm learning a lot just from so, a different perspective of the snow guys, too, and, and I love seeing all the reps, too. It I, helps me get them up to speed. I had no idea it was a snow thing, um, but that's cool. Um, yeah, I didn't wasn't thinking snow in August, but like you said, it's got to be done and booked. So have you, have the snow guys listen to Pulp MX? You have some I think so. Yeah, okay. I would assume there's a lot of crossover because you got to remember those guys in the summer they all ride moto. Yeah, you know the the Tucker Hibberts and all and, and Blair Morgans and all those guys. So there's a lot of crossover going on there. Yeah. Uh, so I, w- I would assume so because as we know, or from what I think anyway, this is uh you know the Pulp MX show is the biggest show in moto. So most people that are that are super fans like we are, they're all in. Uh, before we let you go, give me your winners for Bud's Creek this weekend. I'm going to go Eli. I don't know if he'll sweep it, but I think he finds a way to win the overall. Uh, I think this track allows you to ride very aggressively, and that, that's Eli's style. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give Eli the win. Uh, and then 250, It's I'm going to go Savachi. I know that's a, t- a tough one to see happening just because he's been so up and down. But uh, I like his starts. I, you know, he found a way to win a moto at Washougal, and uh, I think he'll, he'll put, find a way to put both motos together. So you would advise picking Joey Savacci at a negative two uh, for Pulp Mix Fantasy? I think so, but it's always risky, right? Right. You, you, you like it, but then, you know, Joey's found a way to burn a lot of people this season. So sure. I think the big question for me is can Austin Forkner get it together? Because this dirt is exactly what he practices on in Oklahoma and Missouri. Mm-hmm. But, man, he's had a lot of bad luck and crashes, and just he just has – even worse than Joey lately, he just cannot get the whole – package together so i'm i'm keeping a close eye on forkner to see if he can break through also fantastic good stuff flyracing.com 2019 gear out now i'm looking forward to getting my f2 this week for riding next week so that's going to be exciting uh thanks buddy appreciate it all right guys see you thanks fly racing moto 60 show flyracing.com please check them out on the web like i said they make much more than just gear everybody uh get data.it as well the only solution to improve your bike's performance get get the brand-new Get ECUs for two- and four-stroke bikes, you'll feel like riding a totally different bike. Improve rideability, maximize performance, improve throttle response. Protaper.com as well. Uh, Rockstar Husky 
JGR Suzuki, Geico Honda, all using Pro Taper and Maxis, Maxis.com, the MXST tire out now. We have one pair of tickets to give away for Indiana, and we have a Fly Racing Tri Pro lever as well to give away. Did I screw that up, Tits? Try pivot. Try pivot? Pivot. All right. Uh, your mic is. Uh, it rotates three ways. Oh, okay. Try pivot. And now it's back, your mic. So I won't touch Stop anything. Stop touching it. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're giving that away. All right. So uh, call in 702 586 7857 if you want to win one of those uh, things. Uh, now on the line from Get Data, Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? How are you? Good. It's a little uh, little tired. Had a long night, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going good. How are things at Get? What's moving for you right now? What's what what are you seeing interest in? It's actually really good. Um, just this week, I was up at uh, JGR Suzuki, and we have a we have a new project that'll be being announced. Uh, in the near future, uh, with uh, with Suzuki, and, and we're happy to be working with the OEMs. And but yeah, I mean, right now, uh, all we have all the current ECUs for all the all the four-stroke bikes, and and we even have the the CDIs for the two-strokes, which are really the most popular ones. Yeah, you uh, said that last two- time we talked. They're killing it, huh? Yeah, the two-strokes, man, the, with everyone. And I don't know if it's the Dream Race Series in the outdoors or, or just the 125 classes at the amateur races or, or what it is. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a good bolt-on product. Uh, it's plug-and-play, and, and it's fairly priced and uh, fairly well-priced. And, yeah, it's, the two-stroke stuff's been awesome. And, and we even have, a, we have an ECU for the fuel-injected KTM and Husky two-strokes. So, oh, wow. Uh, that's, that's yeah, good. so we, we've been doing really good on that stuff. And, uh, yeah, we have some new things coming out in the, in the future that we'll be able to talk about soon. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but some awesome stuff. Cool. Yeah, the the JGR guys are hard at work at the nineteen Suzuki two fifty F already, and and I understand they're going to come out with a whole line of JGR RMZ uh, parts for that. I imagine that's what you're going to be part of. That's cool. That's exciting. Good to see Suzuki with this pretty much new bike. Pretty pretty new. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I actually got to see the bike yesterday. And, yep. Um, that was the first time I had seen the bike in person, and yeah. and it it's it, it's it's impressive. You know, they've Suzuki's been uh, kind of bashed a little bit for having the same bike for so long. We joke about it, but uh, the bike's good, mm-hmm. and um, they took a long time. And you know, the one the one negative that people do say about it is that the electric start on the you know the current 450. Yeah. But um, other than that, the bike is is really good. So. Um, I need uh for my Red Bull straight rhythm attack with my rider Alex Ray. Uh, he took a cylinder and head off today. I need some gaskets for Athena, and I may need one of those get ECUs for the for to take down Brock Tickle from Transworld. Yeah, you may actually, from what I understand, it sounds like you could need a cylinder and some other parts too from <laughs> Athena. <laughs> I, need I seen a, I seen Alex Ray's Instagram post and. Uh, yeah. It's scary. No, I know. It's Trying scary. to get a rider to work on a bike, Dan, is not not good. Um, all right. Well, hey, listen, uh, we got to talk to you about Chad Reed first of all because that was uh, certainly something that uh, we saw on Instagram. He he tested with those guys. It looks like he got to keep a bike. I got a text from Suzuki, Dan. Maybe uh, not from Suzuki, from somebody connected to Suzuki. Uh, maybe twenty minutes before the show started here, that said, "Hey, I think Chad's going to race Indiana." Uh, I guess first of all, before we get to that though. Um, how was it? Who? How was the deal? JGR is obviously looking for a Supercross guy to put alongside Hill and Pike uh, next year. Chad's looking for you know factory equipment and a, and, a, and, a, and a good team, so it it does match a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so obviously we have a really close relationship at Athena and get with JGR, and um, I, I I knew that Hill was injured. Uh, he injured his knee. And uh, Weston is getting his hand fixed. So really, this this kind of came about as uh, Bud's Creek in Indiana. Um, it came about um, 
really late Monday night. <laughs> and uh, um, on Tuesday morning, I, I actually had some meetings up there that I could do as well. So Chad was like, uh, hey, do you think you can make this flight at noon? And I was like, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we actually just flew up there and, um, you know, and, and he rode the bike yesterday all day and, and it was he's kind of in the unique position he was able to kind of show that side where uh, this happens a lot in our sport riders ride other bikes yep. but they're usually under contract with manufacturers or sponsors yeah. yep. he didn't really have a lot of uh sponsors that conflicted and the few that he did he contacted and, and they were like yeah that's awesome man go give it a try and right um he rode the bike and i mean not i don't want to say surprisingly but i was a little shocked that he was as good as he was um he never ridden the track Outdoors, um, he wrote it outdoors. I'm, I'm he wrote, he yeah. wrote it outdoors. Yeah, because I mean that's kind of the plan. It's, right. I mean, obviously his goal is the future, yeah. but um, they they kind of needed a fill in. So uh, he rode the bike, and uh, I mean he was way better than we thought. Uh, and I think he impressed those guys a little bit. And he rode from I think like nine fifteen in the morning till about five thirty uh, in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Just you know, that's that's a lot for these guys these days. Yeah, it seems like. And uh, and it was good and. Um, you know, I listened to JT earlier, and he was saying Chad is, you know, and I agree, sometimes Chad could be hard to get along with, but he gelled with everybody mm-hmm. really well. Um, and it was kind of surprising. So with that being said, by the time we got back to the shop, you know, I had my meetings with the guys I needed to. Yeah. And I was literally having a meeting, and they started rolling par- a bike out, and I was like, well, what are we doing? <laughs> and uh Chad's like, hey, we're gonna drive home. Yeah. <laughs> and I was Jesus. like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, so uh, did you rent a truck yeah. or what? Yeah, so we rented a truck uh, about you know yesterday, and uh, we drove straight through. <laughs> uh, we got we got back to here at Athena. I got back about six in the morning, and then um, yeah, I got to work. And he, he actually got back in the truck. He slept for a couple hours, and then uh, yeah, he's motoing today. So oh, uh, Jesus. yeah, you know, I don't. He's, I would say, I mean, I can't speak for him. Maybe he feels great today, but I would say he doesn't race this weekend. Right. Um, in my opinion, uh, they have they have Weston. They're not in a huge need of him. Yeah, Hill's out, but and, they, but yeah, they do have a guy. Yep. But they have a guy. You know, Bogle's out also. Yep. But uh, it's kind of. I think that they're not pressuring him at all. It's kind of just up to him. Hey, like, how do you feel? You know, what do you, you know? Do you want to race? And and he he just enjoys racing. You know what I mean? So he's like, hey, yeah, what? if I can. What would, I can race, I'll race. What would 22's Pulpamex Fantasy Handicap be at Indiana? Um, I mean, realistically, I think that he would finish somewhere around like 8, um, okay. 7 to 10 range. I mean, that's just yeah, kind yeah. of from what he, what he was yesterday. I don't think he's got that speed and he hasn't been riding enough. He's in shape off the bike, but we know how that is. Your hands, yeah, you know, yeah. your back, everything yep. gets sore. Yep. So I, I would say he'd be like a, a, a maybe like a two handicap yeah. on you know double points two and so okay so talking to you and 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 a little bit and getting this this is more of like a hey we might do buds and we might do Indiana we need a guy what are you doing you feel good all of that but Dan there has to be some Supercross nineteen talk involved or no was that not really broached. Yeah, I mean, he obviously didn't ride on Supercross. Oh, no, yeah. He, the, la- the last time he rode a Suzuki, he, he won on it. Uh, he says it feels really good. But, I mean, he also bought a motorcycle, as you know, last week, and yeah. he rode that as well. Yeah. So um, this was a way to, for him to ride a, a factory bike with on very good equipment. And, um, yeah, I mean, the ultimate goal so, for him is go racing next year in Supercross. I feel, so, like, I, yeah. feel like, I feel like JGR would be set, though, with Hill and Pike. I just feel like they would just be like, that's our team. 
I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But even as a smaller company like us, uh, Athena and Git, he brings value. Oh yeah, you know, we sell we sell product because of him. No, and, he, uh, he is either the first or the second most popular rider in the sport. One A and one yeah. B to Ken Roxon. So going into yesterday, do you, like I but said, do you agree, like, but do you agree with that? You agree with that? Statement? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, hundred yeah. percent. I was around last year and I seen the autograph lines, and whether the results are there or not, the the exposure is still there. And yeah. uh, yesterday, I think Suzuki and a, and a lot of other companies, I am um, not going to say names, but a lot of people called yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they were like, "Hey, how, how do we, you know, help out? How do we get on board?" And we were like, "You know, well, there's really nothing there, but yeah, yeah." yeah. It, and it brought a lot of awareness, you know, just from a few yeah. social media posts. Yeah, so, yeah, no. Um, I, I think that. Uh, do I think he goes to Indiana and, and runs with Barsha and those guys? Absolutely not. Yeah. But where his times were compared to Hill and Weston and those guys yesterday, mm-hmm. he's competitive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, well, that'll be interesting. That's cool. That'll throw. That'll make Indiana like we got the news that Russell's out for the for the two. Uh, that'll make Indiana really exciting. If, yeah, and if, I mean, two, two and shots. I don't know that I, I don't I haven't talked to JGR today, and I mean, obviously everything has been very fast the last few days. I don't know that he's going to race for sure. That's yep. up to them, those yeah, guys. Yeah. I just know what I was, you know, Look, that was Dan, the kind of goal. They're not telling you to take a bike home just for giggles. So <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. yeah, and it was, yeah, it, it's awesome. I mean, it, that they did that, and, you know, those guys kind of stepped up and were like, hey, you know, we'll help you out. Like, let's um, see how we can. And by the go. way, you'll be driving back to JGR to drop that bike off at some point, Dan. So. Yeah, the, I heard there's a few other bikes on the way that oh, maybe okay. there'll be some stops to pick up or something. <laughs> there's, there's some stops to collect motorcycles. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Well, yeah, no, that's cool, man. Good, thanks for the info, and uh, that's certainly exciting. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question about the uh, JGR Chad Reed possible uh, connection there, that that would be interesting. And, and JT had a good point, Dan. Uh, we heard they're losing their title, and you want to go shopping, and you want to throw down the, the name Chad Reed, that certainly can't hurt, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah, with the, with this, you know, with this current era and, and social media being so popular, um, he has a huge following, um, and and a lot of sponsors look at that stuff, and it, it does bring value and, and activation to companies. So, yeah, I think it could be beneficial for both parties. Absolutely. All right, let's talk a little Bud's Creek this weekend. Uh, Dan, Mitchell Falk's making his debut. We'll, talk, we'll focus on 250s because JT and I talked a lot of 450s. Mitchell Falk's making his debut. Were you at the ranch? I was. I okay, was there. So and I, not to bag on the kid a little bit, but it, it wasn't as good of a showing as some thought, right? Yeah, I expected Mitchell to win. Um, I think a lot of people did with him being under the TLD program for a few years now. Uh, he did get hurt last year. He had a broken femur, I believe, at the Atlanta Arena Cross. So, um, so yeah, I yeah. mean, I expect him to win. I do think he has talent, a lot of talent, uh, but he would get maybe a really good start one moto and start in the back the next moto. So uh, I'm curious to see how he is as a pro. What do you think? I mean, is he a top ten guy? No. No? He's Jordan, not, Bay- not He's Jordan Bailey, Cantrell, those type of guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I think he's uh, I think he's a 14th to 17th place guy this weekend. Yep. Um, not that that's that's terrible. These top 10 guys are good. You know, you look at guys like Sexton who uh, sometimes are getting eighth or ninth. But then you got Mitchell Harrison who gets his first career podium. Yes, it was muddy, but Harrison also got a second at Redbud last year in a, in a moto. So yep. uh, the 250 class is deep, and uh, I just don't see him getting in there into that top 10. 
Uh, I did the math earlier on the show. 78-point lead for uh, Aaron Plessinger, so he can lose three points to Amart and still clinch the uh, title. I think he will, uh, especially after the second moto was done. And uh, what a season for Aaron Plessinger, Dan. Uh, amazing to see. Nice dude, good kid, uh, really great season for him, and he's looking to clinch his first national championship. Yeah, it's awesome for Aaron and, and the team, and I think uh, – We've heard rumors the last few weeks. It sounds like Aaron's going to move up to the big bike next year. So to end his 250 career with you know both championships, I think that's you yeah. know that's awesome. That's you know what Cooper Webb did, and a lot of these other guys that are are great great riders and turning into great 450 guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they're ending on a high note. So um, yeah, what do you know about that 450 ride? I I heard it's done, man. I, you're you're connected as well. Uh, you hear anything new? Like I, it seems like it's because I, I know people who are trying to get their riders alongside Barsha are being told we're good. Yeah, I mean that's just, I'm kind of in the same spot as you. I was under the impression that he was a 250 guy for next year, and it was a done deal. Um, and then I think with the Cooper Webb, I think it's pretty much announced that Cooper is is moving to Red Bull KTM. Mm-hmm. That uh, that they kind of went to Aaron and said, hey, you know, rather than hire one of these other guys, we'd like you to come up a year early, and and we'll kind of groom you into into what we want. So yep. um, I think I think Aaron uh, he was good as an amateur on a 450. I know we say this a lot about people, but he was really good on a 450 as an amateur. So I could see him being a really good 450 rider. Yeah, absolutely. I was talking to a team manager this past weekend. He was asking me about that, and I, I said, I think it's done. It's going to happen. And this, and this manager was telling me, like, he's like, well, if you want to be one of the guys, and that means Tomac, Muscan, Roxon, uh, Anderson, maybe Baggett, he's like, the fun stops now. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And this guy was just saying, like, he, he's got to really work, and it'll be interesting to see whether he wants to do the work. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, to be one of those elite guys, man, it's gnarly. Yeah, it's a big step, and, um, you know, it's kind of funny. On our drive last night home, you know, we drove from North Carolina to Florida, we look at small results, and if you look at Carmichael's first two years on a big bike, he was not good, you know? And if, if we judge these days, if, if Cooper Webb was better than Carmichael, you know, we we compared them. Cooper's first two years versus Carmichael's first two years. Mm-hmm. You know, does that mean anything? I don't yeah. know. It's so hard yeah. to judge anymore. You know, but we can't just throw these guys to the curb right yeah. after two years. Carmichael yeah. turned into the greatest of all time. So, yeah. um, I think that Aaron does need to take it serious. I think that his program is good, though. I mean, look how good he is outdoors this year. I think yep. he. I think they'll be fine. I was talking about uh, uh, Aaron. You know, kind of putting that stuff in the bottle that he, that he shows every now and then, and, and he's done it, and he's, and he's going to be this double champion this year. Um, moving, looking forward to next, next year, though, Dan, like indoors and out, like Dylan Ferrandez, who just went 1-1, and he won Southwick. Ferrandez can be a double champion in 2019. I really believe that. Do you? Got to stay healthy. Yep. You know he's he's had some issues with staying healthy both uh, indoors and out. And even in the GPS, he was considered a when the year Hurlings was out, it looked like he was going to win the title, and he got hurt as well. So yep. um, that's his biggest challenge, I think. But uh, yes, I do think it's he's the fastest. He has the most raw speed. Um, I do think that uh, there will be some other contenders. Uh, well, and we always go go back to AC. I think AC really. Uh, if he has a good off season, he's going to be hard to beat in Supercross. Yeah, so, I just depending on those. I just hung out with him, you know, down there, as you know, and you know, we talked a lot about next year and everything else, and and uh, yeah, he seems frustrated, man. He he knows he's fast, like he knows he, you know, all those pole positions and all those fast laps by AC. Uh, he's like, I, I just I think it'll work. I think it's going to happen, and I'm like, I do too, but 
you got to do it. <laughs> you know, so yeah, and I mean that that's something that you know we always go back to what Mitch says. You can't teach speed, and and Dylan has that speed. Mm-hmm. AC has that speed. So. Um, that that's something that where they're they're a step ahead of the guys like RJ Hampshire. Yes, he's fast. RJ has some podiums, but I don't consider RJ a, a championship guy uh, right now just because he doesn't have that raw speed every weekend. You know, week yeah, in week out. Yeah, yeah. I look at Forkner, at Ferrandis, AC um, as having you're, raw speed. You're Let's skipping. See. You're skipping the Supercross champ next year. Justin Cooper. No, Martin Davalos. Oh my God, Dan! Stop it! Stop it! Oh, uh, if if Osby doesn't hit him in the first corner, he's Supercross <laughs> champ this year. There's always an if with Marty, though. That's the thing, Dan. That's the yeah, thing. Not this year. Okay. 2019's right. the year. All right. The 2019's th- the year. I think it's the 13th year in the class. So uh, hopefully, Dan. <laughs> Some things take 13 years. Right. Some things do. You're absolutely right. Uh, the Earth's crust that moves in 13 years. Lots of things happen. Um, 702-586-7857. You want a pair of tickets to Ironman? Uh, we're winding down here on the Fly Rates and Moto 60 show presented by Get and Pro Taper and Maxis. And also, too, we're still looking to give away the Fly Racing Tri-Pivot Lever. Uh, did I get that right? Okay, I did. Uh, and also on the show. So please give us a call. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, so uh, getting back to, to uh, Bud's Creek, though, Dan, I think Savachi's moto win in Washougal was a step in the right direction, and I don't know what you can tell from uh, Unadilla in the mud. He was he was good. He just wasn't great. I think Savachi's going to – these last four motos, I think Savachi is going to win a moto or two and be better off because I think just that whole downward, um, downhill – you know, crushing blows week after week to him are, are, are were broken with that moto win in Washougal, and I think he has a relief, a sense of relief, and I think we see a much better Savachi in these last four. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I have Joey to win this weekend. Um, for some reason, the PC guys are good at, at Bud's Creek. I don't know. They do ride press day usually, um, and they're usually good starters, and that's important at Bud's Creek. And you look at Cincerello winning last year. Um, I know that Baggett got one of his first wins here. Dean Wilson. I think Sabachi wins this weekend, um, and I think Sabachi is good at Ironman, too. He kind of ends on a good note. Um, as I think it's been talked about, Joey's going to 450 class next year. He's pointed mm-hmm. out. So he wants to end on a good note, go into the off season prepared. And, and uh, yeah, but 17 races next year in Supercross is a long time. So, I mean, he needs to, he needs to have a good off season. Uh, somebody called in earlier. I haven't verified this, but they said that Amart was already at the sandbox with Roxon today, which uh, I found surprising because you know obviously he's going there next year and he's going to JGR and all of that. But I would have thought that <laughs> you know I guess maybe it was just a case of like I got to get out of this Baker's factory thing. I don't know. What do you, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I wouldn't put too much thought into it. Uh, Kenny did post that 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 Amart was there, but everyone's been riding each other's tracks right now. We've been getting a ton of rain in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, those those guys all came and rode Chad's on Tuesday. Um, oh, okay. So, I, Chad, yeah, yeah. Chad's outdoor track. So uh, Chad's actually there today, riding with those guys as well. So, and you know Chad, he don't like to travel um, yeah. outside his little you know circle. So uh, we just been getting a ton of rain and. Um, I would assume okay. that it has something to do with that. Yeah, maybe, I wouldn't. Maybe. Look, I wouldn't look. I wouldn't look too much into okay. it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was thinking that he was like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm out of TLD. Yeah, I'm out of TLD, uh, and, I, and I'm out of here. So Anderson and Caleb Russell rode a local, a pro, like a public track last week, which they never do. I think just the rain's been been a yeah. lot. So uh, I wouldn't look more, too much into okay. it. Okay. All right. Good. Good to know, Josh. What's up, man? How are you? What's your question? I'm good. Uh, if AP clinches, will he ride a 450 at Crawfordsville? No. 
No, Dan, right? I mean, can't see that. No, no the focus is, to, to I think, to win the title and then stay on the 250 through Motocross and Nations. Um, okay. I, think the first time we, I think the first time we see AP on a 450 will be uh, the Monster Energy Cup. Uh, Josh, you, right. want, you want the fly racing pivot lever thing? Um, you got a bike? Sure. You, do you have the Crawford's no tickets? Yeah, I can give you those if you want instead. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. All right, stay on hold. We'll give you those uh, two pairs to... Uh, Tickets to Crawfordsville, courtesy of the folks at Maxis.com. Uh, thanks to those guys. And, uh, and yeah, thanks for calling, everybody. We still got to give away that lever. We'll figure it out, though. Um, oh, interesting, Dan, that, that you said that. Yeah, that, that, so Chad Chad rode red at the Nest the other day, and now he's riding yellow at the Nest or Sandbox, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he, he bought the motorcycle, you know, yeah. got it from a local dealer. And, yeah. uh, you, were, you were actually in Florida that week. And, yeah. Um, he, he just wants the ride. Uh, his goal, he really, I think, I can't speak for him, but I think he really wanted to be on the Motocross Nations team. It didn't work out. Yep. Um, that was why he started riding. He had been training off the bike. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's just doing motos now and, and you know, oh. wants to stay ready. He, he is racing those overseas races, which are going to come up fast. Yeah. So he wants to be ready for those regardless. Um, without, uh, without betraying any confidence or anything that you do know, uh, give me a hint if you can, on JGR's 2019 250 effort. I, I think, I think obviously, we know Amart's going to go there. I think they want to keep the CODIS. They really like Kyle Peters. I think Lopes has shown some potential. You know, um, what do you think they do? Yeah, I think you're, you're pretty spot on. Um, those guys are in North Carolina. Peters was good last year in Supercross. Yep. You know, he podiumed yep. podium to race. Um, had he not had the knee injury, he maybe could have been a lot better. Dakotas has been dealing with a sickness. Uh, he'll be back this weekend, and uh, we'll kind of see how he'll do. But uh, I, I know there's uh, Lopes is really well liked mm-hmm. uh, by both the Suzuki side and JGR. They kind of just took him out of the amateur ranks and yep. threw him in a lot like Dungey was thrown in, and and he's shown uh, flashes of speed. Um, yep. Yesterday he was. You know, I don't know if it was because everybody was there yesterday, but he was really good yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was impressive to watch. So um, there are a few other guys that are on the oh, radar. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. You know, obviously, you know, I think guys like Brandon Hartraff has been talked about. He's mm-hmm. in North Carolina also. And, um, you know, so I can say that I was told yesterday that uh, none of those guys are on the team. Yeah. You know, it sounds like. Yep. Nothing, uh, yeah, nothing's done, but they like them all. <clears throat> they do like them all, and they are going to have to make a decision. It kind of yep. comes down to you know, funding and you, and things like that. If you look at factory efforts in 250s, they're the only guys. Well, maybe Star has a spot now. I'm not sure. Um, but they're like the only guy with the opening. So, so many agents and riders are calling J-Bone, I would bet. It's insane to try to get on. Yeah, I, I heard Plessinger's spot got filled at Star already, but oh, okay. I don't know if that's yeah. True or not, so I can't really comment right. on that. But um, I did hear that that spot was already filled. Um, yeah, but J Bone, I mean J Bone, you know him. He's on his phone a lot. He probably walks five miles around the the parking lot a day, just yeah. talking to people that are calling yeah. him. And oh yeah, um, yeah. you but, know I, I know that I, there's people looking for outdoor only rides yeah. that we know about and and things like that. And I just um, like I can't see like like they they are guys. And correct me if I'm wrong, but like. There may be a guy better than Kyle Peters that calls him, but Kyle Peters doesn't take a lot of money, and they like him, and he's a good dude, and they'll just take Kyle Peters, I feel, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, a lot comes down to um, how you get along with the people, too. I mean, Peters was at the shop all day yesterday. Right, you know, right, yeah, just hanging there. out, like, right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, but they do stuff, too. Like, they'll hang out, or they'll help out, or, you know, like, yeah. I mean, Justin Hill was Justin Hill was there, and... 
Um, I mean, Justin Hill helped us load up the bike and stuff. <laughs> like, he's just like, hey, cool, man, this is awesome. Like, you know, like uh, those guys, that goes a long ways with those teams. You know, yeah. if, if the guy's going to get third to fifth anyway, um, why not take the guy that's easier to get along with, yeah. you know, rather than the guy that's, you know, for sure. super picky or yep. things like that. Or wants a lot of money, for example, or whatever. Yeah, or, um, or, or it comes down to money, yeah. Travis, what's up? Listen, Travis, do you want this fly racing tri-pivot lever thing? Oh, absolutely, dude. Okay, you, you got it. So stay on hold. What's your question, though? Hey, for Dan, you might be biased, but does Amart do better or worse at JGR than he does at TLD? Um, I'm I'm not biased. I try to be honest. and um, Well, no, I'm I haven't. you might give me a biased answer. He's on the troll train. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah no, so, no, listen, I'm troll train. I am troll train all the way. Amart struggled this year in Supercross. Uh, I think he only raced like two races, so I want to say he'll be better. Um Outdoors, I really do think the bike is good. The new bike seems good. I haven't seen it, you know, uh, it's not a full works bike yet. It's just kind of a production stage that I've seen it. Um, I think he's going to have a lot to prove, but I don't see him winning a title, in my opinion, and he's going to probably get second this year. So to say he does better, I don't think he does better, but I think he does as well. So good. That, that's yeah, I like that. my opinion. Yeah, we're going to the top. I, 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 don't think he wins a, I don't think he wins the title next year, in is my it, well, opinion, but... I mean, yeah, Dan. I mean, why not? The only guy that beat him is moving up. Yeah, so why wouldn't like? So why not? You you just said Ferrandis wins both titles. So. Uh, no, I, I could see Ferrandis win both <laughs> titles. I really can't. No, I, I'm on the troll train. But he doesn't listen. I like him, but he doesn't have the talent of Dylan Ferrandis or Aaron Plessinger. I'm sorry, but he just yeah. That's what right, I, that's yeah, what I mean. He doesn't just, yeah that raw speed. Yeah, yeah I, I, gotcha. I love the guy, but let's be honest here. You know, so he he's consistent. He works hard. He's a good dude, and uh, he puts himself in good positions. So. But for but for JGR, I think it's a great sign. I think uh, he'll be on the podium. I think he'll the bike will fit him pretty good. He's a smaller guy, uh, like Peters and these guys, and I think that bike really suits those guys. And I think it'll be it's a great you know it's a great uh, agreement with JGR and Alex Martin. All right, uh, cool, Travis. Stay on hold just to get your information. All right, man. Thanks, Brad. All right, thanks for calling. All right, Truman. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for the time. Are you going to Buds? Um, well, I ha- I'm not sure yet. Oh, yeah, okay. I hope, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's not it's not that far for you. But all right, hey, thanks. Uh, so, if somebody wants a deal on Get Athena, uh, GetData.it, two stroke, four stroke ECUs, uh, contact me on Twitter. Contact me using the contact form on Pulp MX, uh website. And uh, Dan Truman here will uh, give our listeners a bit of a deal. So that's uh, that's an awesome deal, Dan. Thanks for that. Yeah, we have, we have a discount for all Pulp listeners. So uh, cool. yeah, and uh, I appreciate all your support, Steve. Thanks, Dan. See you, man. Uh, Dan Truman, everybody, on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show. And that is it. Another the one down. And, uh, yeah, we uh, we had a good time today, I think. Jason Thomas, Dan Truman, flyracing.com, protaper.com, getdata.it, maxis.com, all on board with us. And you people. We'll be back next week. And then we'll do one of these before the motocross donations as well. Thank you, Tits. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We's out.